Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Emil ASH checking in on a Monday night as we record this, probably Tuesday, as you find this on your Spotify or on your Apple Podcast feeds. It's another Picks of the Week episode, so thank you very much to all of you who catch our audio-only specials. If you notice, we mga live streams natin, but we only really try to stick to about an hour. So mm. everything that we can't talk about on those hour-long live streams, you'll probably find them here in the Picks of the Week episode. So if you're not yet hip to this new little routine, which we've been doing for about a year now, uh, it's time to get with the program and uh, try- time to tune in to these Picks of the Week episodes, diba? Speaking of yung ano, yung... Uh an hour to only talk about as much stuff as we can talk about it's such a problem that even i, I was listening to the masked man on the way home and it's such a problem that pati sila uh oras for everyone that needs to be talking about needs to be talked about they say um, even they had to form a list of people that they should talk about but don't get to so that's pretty uh it's not just an us thing it's really a wrestling industry at the moment thing yeah, uh, it, it's probably a podcasting thing as well because there was a time when we could just squeeze everything into uh, a bloated two or three hour episode. But we don't really <laughs> do that anymore. And who wants to listen to two hour episodes anyway? But I think we figured out the. I think as we mature, as wrestling podcast matured uh, over the over the last decade, but I'm figure out that okay, nobody wants to listen to uh, two hours, two two and a half. Uh, only con uh, only Bruce Pritchard's fans only do that <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> or siguro pag ano nakukuwento ka like if it's someone who you haven't really heard ever uh, right yeah. like on an interview yon siguro mapapatawod no pa like if you get The Undertaker on a two hour podcast sure I guess right Emil how did you, you you've been a listener since the early days and then we used to do like super long episodes on in those days so how did how did you uh, how did you manage with all of that content because and dami naming sinasabi without uh, I, any editing 
I actually tweeted about this a while and I asked on Twitter if that, if I was the only one who listens to podcast on 1.5 speed. That's how uh, I would one, do it. 1.5. Yeah, kasi 19 pag 1.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I would do it. So so to fit in as many podcasts as I listen to every week. That's how I would do it. One I'm not I'm not against speeding up yung podcast. I just forget that the feature is there. So uh buong pala may ganun nga pala. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've we've had listeners who have told me that yeah. they also listen to us on 1.5. Uh, I think that's the best we can do since some of us, myself included, uh, talk way too fast. Uh, but we're trying. Ayun yeah, so, yeah. yun pa, yun pa, I mean, <laughs> paano kaya yun? So good luck na lang sa inyo. <laughs> to be fair to you guys, I can listen to you guys on 1.8. Like okay. when I'm editing wow. the pod or I'm trying to listen to you know whatever needs to be cleaned up, I can listen to you guys on 1.8. Myself, that's a different story. Oh, yeah, yun pa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, but um, kudos to you guys if you actually listen all the way to the end. Because I know even I don't do that. Like, na pipilita ko lang sarili ko nagawin yun when I'm like uh commuting and then I can't turn it off. So, uh, I know because the stats when they tell us the stats, the analytics every so uh, every so often, uh, people they, they'll show us the people drop off right before we start a plug. So, if you are listening all the way to the end, thank you, and that's where we make our money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we're putting the plugs in right here, yeah. right now. And we're going to tell you how you can keep supporting the podcast. Let's go and Neil, take it away. All right. So if you want to support the podcast and everything that we do here, all you need to do is subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Uh, where you could subscribe for only $5 or the local currency around 260, 270 pesos. You'll get a lot of perks uh, by subscribing to our Patreon. Of course, we have our Discord community where you can uh, interact with your fellow podcast and talk to us about anything about wrestling, food, fashion, memes, and uh, we also host uh, watch parties there. So uh, if you miss a uh, Tagalog commentary in WWE, uh, P- P- PLEs, we, you know, we, uh, ever since Money the, uh, Money the Bank, that was the first one. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, Money yes, the sir. Bank. So that was the first one that we did. So for future PLEs and also pay-per-views, so you'll get, uh, that uh, with our watch party, also our pasabais, which I think so, uh, something is cooking up very soon. Mm-hmm. So if you want yeah. to get your uh, authentic wrestling merch, you can get it through us. Also, uh, we have the review content of the weekly wrestling shows: Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Collision, Rampage, uh, and some uh, MWF stuff and local wrestling stuff as well. Courtesy of Rowan. A-S-H and by uh, subscribing to our Patreon again you're supporting everything that we do here on the podcast so again please subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast Emil mentioned a PLE that you can watch with Tagalog commentary there's one coming up in about a few weeks time and that is SummerSlam which we're doing an actual live watch party for at Skinny Mike's BGC that's on Sunday morning August 6 gates open at what 6am 7am yeah, yeah, 6 a.m. Uh, you, you guys can uh, come in that early, reserve your spot, reserve your tables, uh, skinny mics. Uh, it's not WrestleMania, but it might as well be because siempre, it's a Triple H regime and you know things are popping off. Um, you, you get main event Jey Uso challenging for the uh, UU Championship against the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. That's, that's going to be something. People have asked Skinny Mike's if they are going to do a SummerSlam viewing party. We are here to oblige as usual. Um, it's a partnership between us at the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and Shepard, our friends from Geek Talk PH, your favorites, Legend Dennis and the Galactic Shark will be there. 
they'll be helping us uh, mount the entire event. But if you're a big fan, you guys can come in and uh, see them, say hi to them, and say hi to us as well if you um, if you are also fans of us. Shepard, it's um, you can get your tickets at snack.ph slash geek talk ph. That's S N A C K dot ph slash G E E K. T-A-L-K dot P-H. Tickets are 400 pesos for early bird. That's up until maybe Friday of that week. And then, Shepard, if you're going to choose to walk in uh, at the venue itself on Sunday, August 6th, it's going to be 500 pesos. May they bring iced tea. I confirmed that with uh, Sir Ben of Skinny Mike. So, you know, uh, you are well. You're going to be well taken care of. So uh, let's join us. And Shepra, if you are from the north, if you think uh, Skinny Mike's BGC is too far for you, Shepra, uh, we have our friends from Hobby Stadium. They will also be doing a SummerSlam watch party. It's going to be a, a friendly competition. We are, you know, spreading the viewing party experience as much as we can here in Metro Manila. So um, you can join the Hobby Stadium watch party in the SummerSlam at uh, Hobby Stadium in New Manila, Quezon City. It's free as far as I know. You just have to please support their business by ordering food and drinks. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's going to be early as well. So I'm sure you guys want to get your breakfast, your coffee. They had great coffee. It kept kept me up during the Night of Champions watch party at 1 a.m. So diamond up done. Uh, really good stuff. And then you can buy your uh, your cards, MWF cards, NBA cards, wrestling cards. Uh, I think even Magic Gathering, uh, a lot of uh, geek stuff over there. Hobby Stadium, please support their business. They are good friends of ours. And yeah, see you all at Sunday, August 6th. 6 a.m., 8 a.m. for the SummerSlam watch party. All right. So those are the plugs. You know, we kept them somewhere and uh, made up at the skip. Yay. Yes, sir. Yay for us. All right. Let's get to our picks of the week. I'm going to start with mine just because chronologically, ito talaga yung unang nangyari. And this was the match between Ilya Dragunov and Braun Breaker from NXT this past Wednesday, Manila time. And... I really love this match because of how intense it was from both guys. I mean, you say Ilya Dragunov, the word intense naturally pops up, right? But Braun Breaker, for me, hasn't really been the most intense even after the heel turn. Like, he has branded himself as meaner than evil or badass. Like, he actually put those words on his singlet. But I haven't really seen that, like, in terms of how he'd behave. How, how is he different from someone like uh, a Joe Gacy or a Gallus, all these other guys on NXT. How is he different from them? And him going toe-to-toe and trying to match the intensity of Ilya Dragunov actually showed that maybe there is a bit of bite to all of that bark. So that's great. And with everything Braun has done, it's easy to forget that this guy is pretty much still a rookie. Yeah, he, I mean, he's in year two of his career, which in the wrestling world is still kind of in rookie territory. Right? So it really says a lot about how he's progressed as a product of the PC and how, how well they've actually uh, developed someone with the physique and the raw skills of a Braun Breaker. So I, I loved how Ilya Dragunov obviously came out of this match. He defeated a two-time NXT champion in Braun Breaker. And um, not that I needed any convincing, but I, I'd like to think that Ilya Dragunov is probably the guy to snatch that NXT championship away from Melo. Ilya is him. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. I think um, they're going to do that match at the Great American Bash. I think the time is now. Uh, at that point, you can't deny Ilya. As I say, it's like shit or get off the pot. Right? So, uh, begin on a championship or ship him off to the main roster. And I think they're more willing to ship 
off uh Carmelo Hayes uh, to the main roster. Uh, as for Braun Breaker, you know the thing about um, the thing about greenhorns, the thing about rookies is that uh, they have something. If you stick them in a match with uh, a more experienced wrestler, tapos nakasabay So uh, that happened to me like twice, I think. And um, this has happened to uh, Braun Breaker now. Um, it's happened a bunch of times, but not more so than with his match uh, against Ilya Dragunov. So, uh, We've all seen Ilya Dragunov matches. And if you haven't, dear listener, um, the thing about Ilya Dragunov matches is that Marin Chung's specific um, feel and uh, uh, intensity that um, if you're not naturally like that in the ring, he's going to force you to be like that. And um, I think Braun passed that test. He proved it take yung binibigay ni Ilya and um Ilya forced him to wrestle his kind of match and up until this point kasi um when Braun Breaker would wrestle he wrestles a very basic uh, WWE American style uh cut and paste match type na you know get your shit in at, in the third act and then win with a big move um Shepard, it's 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 feasible it's uh it's acceptable it's serviceable but that's not how we are trained to expect uh let's say a main event match on wwe tv so it's different and then now that we know that yung pala kaya pala ni Bron magwrestle ng uh the match the kind of match that we expect all right we're all good to go here with Bron breaker um uh this is the guy that it has been promised to us since the very beginning and i think uh that is the beautiful thing that Ilya managed to uh draw out of him in this match um I think it's safe to say that this match uh, stood out out of all the matches Braun Breaker had before. Because, uh, bro, you mentioned it. Um, Ilya forced him, forced Braun to go out of his comfort zone and wrestle a different, uh, different type of match. Because Ilya, you know, he's one of was one of the most intense guys in wrestling. And if you watch his matches, ano talaga? May something talaga sa kanya na na will keep you uh, hooked into. To the way he wrestles, and um, realized to while watching the match, Ilya Dragunov is one of the, I think, one of the best uh, in terms of selling to the WWE because, um, if you can see it in his facial expressions whenever he's hurt, like whatever, parang mararamdaman mo yung ano yung pain niya because of how he sells every strike or every every chop. So again, uh, Ilya is one of the best, really, uh, and I think. He, he at least now I think he should be ready to either win the NXT championship or totally move up to main roster. Yeah, so uh congrats to Ilya Dragunov and to Braun Breaker for putting on a banger on NXT TV, the type of stuff we love to see every Wednesday Manila time. And you know, I'm I'm just happy that Ilya Dragunov is finally getting this uh time in the limelight uh, while he's still on NXT. Shepre for us on the pod. Now we've had uh, the opportunity to interview him. He's in the OBB. It's brownie points for us as well. We win alongside Ilya Dragunov. So really good stuff for uh the Unbesigbar one. Pag si Ilya Dragunov, we will um we will repost that content the same way we're reposting Grayson Waller content <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah, uh, the same way now, uh, if and when Pretty Deadly become tag champs, we'll do Yon. the same thing. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't listened to that shit, creators. if you haven't listened to that shit, please do. Uh, thank you for the um, 
we, uh, she followed us um, over the weekend. So Yun Pedraza of uh, Centaur Marketing. Thank you for hooking us up with that. Uh, we can't force you to keep hooking us up. But um, they made it possible for us. Absolutely. Let's jump on over to Impact for our next pick of the week. This one is from Chino, and it was the Ultimate X match from Slammiversary. So it featured Kushida, Jake Something, Kenny Knight, Mike Bailey, Alan Angels, and Jonathan Gresham. And Sabini Chino, it was a great showcase of the mid-card or the X Division slash NJPW talent. And uh, it, it was also for a shot at Leo Rush, who's the new X Division champion. Um, he, he's trying to explain it, especially for me. I've never seen an Ultimate X match uh, up until this one. So that, that's on me for not following Impact or TNA uh, all that much. Um, it's unique because it allows a high flyer to show off more of their skills. And uh, a match like this, I observed it really had elements of like young trapeze shit or like Cirque du Soleil type shit. Na parang yo, they don't need ladders and they're just um in in monkey bar, but like with the cables and shit. It, it was just wild. Um, I, I I thought that it was a nice take on money in the bank. And and because I came in with fresh eyes, I was like, oh, no, uh, why did it take me this long to watch it? So I'm glad Chino actually steered us in this direction. <laughs> um, that, that Again, that's on me for not uh, yeah, not yeah. being uh, into <laughs> impact in the first place. Uh, Sabi ni Chino, the match kind of felt like it was too much, even though it did remain entertaining. Uh, and then Nagzoom out siya, sabi niya na Slammiversary, which he was able to catch in full, was also kind of all over the place. But let's <laughs> stick to this match because I I actually enjoyed this match. It was pretty fun. Low blow, um, uh, all the extra low blows and all. I mean, pinili niya maging impact correspondent ng podcast. So he knew what he was in for when he, you know, signed up to regularly watch impact. <laughs> Um, it is going to be all over the place because it is all over the place. Um, I'm not a big fan of Ultimate X. Um, I mean, it's it's a uh, ten years ago when <laughs> when um it was in its heyday, the big prize that you had to get was a giant blocky X. So that yeah. was really weird to me. <laughs> it was really silly that you had to get the big X. That neither much a neither much a fancy or anything. It was just really a, a big letter X. <laughs> <laughs> it was hey, um, which is sillier, the big X, the brass ring, or a briefcase? Because when you think X, about it, they're all just props. No, X X is, it was literally yeah. an X. Like yeah. it represents <laughs> as a young young brass ring. It was a conceptual representation of the metaphorical brass rings. That one I understood. The money in the bank briefcase is literally a briefcase. It had the contract inside. It had it had a purpose. The X was just an X. <laughs> you're a number one contender. Eh. Not not every time. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it was for, it was for the championship, diba? Yeah. Yeah. So at least there were times that the championship was actually hanging in the Ultimate X. So you uh, and I appreciate go. But Ultimate X itself, it's like, it's eh. I mean, like, as a wrestler, I don't know if I'd do it because I don't know if I could uh, do the, the, the rope shimmying thing. Yeah. Uh Shabre, that would that would take a lot of practice uh, before the show because um it's fucking dangerous. I I would dare say it's more dangerous than the ladder because uh, at least the ladder you stable yung hawakan mo at the ladder can mo. kind of yeah. break your fall, diba? Yeah, it's yeah, a prop yeah. to help break your fall, but uh, if, if you fall from the cables, you're yun lang. Yeah, yung said uh Emil posted uh Christopher Daniels and uh Frankie Kazarian spot from a long long time ago and uh see CD was hanging from the X 
the ropes rather on his foot and if he fell he would have obviously uh, he would have obviously broken his neck uh, and you know had something really bad happen to him so that is i would say a lot more dangerous a lot of people have complained about the six-sided ring and how hard it is so uh that's a that's a really big deal and to me i just didn't think that was that necessary i don't think there were a lot more other things that you can do with the ultimate x structure that you could do uh in a ladder match so i thought it was just you know typical tna doing the novelty for the sake of novelty oh no man my problem with this match is they spent most of the match not really trying to the wrestlers not really trying to get yeah. the x like they they, they no, but that's just... a ladder match problem though like uh every uh. <laughs> ladder match you see in a multi-man union problem like they are obviously in it to do cool shit yeah but you know like i say they spent most of the time doing doing the spots and then nung talagang final two minutes nang dun lang sila nag focus on the wrestlers climbing up and then stopping the other wrestlers and then i thought kushida won the match pretty easily because he that was the yung if ko, that was the first time he when he went up, that was only the time that he really just went up, and then yeah. every wrestler, they you know they fell down or something. Just, the, the, the finish, parang nabitin ako eh. That was my thing. That was my uh, yung thoughts ko after the match. They could have some. They could have done something more with you know the hanging spots or. Because that's the appeal of the ultimate X. Like you, you can see people hanging, doing spots from from the big X. So you know, <laughs> I thought you see won the match pretty easily. Oh, look at Emil earning his critique points. <laughs> <laughs> He's been putting in the work. So, okay. Uh, cue angry doer non doer noises from people on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> hey man, you're not. You will them that you're not supposed to tell people how to do it better. <laughs> Any other thoughts on Ultimate X? Ikaw, Emil, you have any more points you want to score? No, no, I, I was surprised. No, I was surprised at the winner because I thought I saw a different winner on social media. Mm-hmm. So, uh, congrats to Kashida, deserve the money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was also my first time to see like half these guys. Drake something didn't know he was a big dude. That was surprising. Uh, Speedball was impressive. He's he's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'll probably so. go out of my way to watch more Speedball after that one. Yeah, there is uh, one Speedball match you have to watch. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that off- offline. All right, let's go to Rampage for this next pick. This one's from Ro. Yes. Uh, okay, my pick of the week. Uh, actually, actually, the other picks of the week. Uh, so uh, let's get this one out of the way because we talked about it nung, uh nung live stream. First is the MJF Adam Cole stuff. For reasons that I already mentioned, it's better than the thing you like. So if you haven't seen those yet, it is the best thing happening in AEW right now. And uh, I mean that sincerely. Because this is me who... You know, I I have been down on MJF this year. I have been historically down on Adam Cole. So if I am if I am recommending them both together uh, in the year of our Lord 2023, then you know it's good. So uh, please go catch that. It especially if you're a fan of the sports entertaining entertainmenty stuff. Um, Shepard, I know a lot of you don't really. Uh, aren't really into the the in ring action, the work rate stuff. Um, that's why you're not really watching AEW. But if you like the hijinks of WWE, then this is really up your alley. All right. Uh, my pick of the week, real pick of the week, is um, 
Willow Nightingale versus Athena. They main evented Rampage last Friday. Uh, semis pa lang yun ng uh, Women's Owen Hart Cup tournament. And God, it was like the first time I really cared about the women's side of the tournament. Because uh, I don't know about you guys, but this year's Owens are kind of there. Like uh, you have to be reminded that they're there. Yep. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Because uh, there are three tournaments happening right now: the two Owens, that was the blind eliminate, blind eliminator tag team tournament. So um, I don't know Tony Khan, how much more cocaine he did. To uh, schedule three concurrent tournaments that you have to be reminded of each at the same time. Hey, we're the guys who say more tournaments in yeah, wrestling, but not at the same time. Three tournaments at the same time. Take it, take it all. Para, para siya ba yung NFL playoffs, NBA playoffs, WNBA playoffs? Would you do that? Would you watch that? Jeez. I mean, we're coming have... off a weekend where there was so much wrestling, we literally had no time to catch yeah. it all. Uh, but yes, um, it's really bad. Because um, outside of matches like CM Punk versus Samoa Joe, um, you could technically skip the the bulk of these tournaments and nobody would really blame you, Deba. Right? So um, I am highlighting this because uh, Willow and Athena took it upon themselves to give people something to remember and to actually tune in to the uh, women's side of the Owen Hart Cup. So it was pretty good. Um, they were hard hitting and they have a lot of chemistry, like uh, very few women right now, especially in AW, they have chemistry with even less women, with even fewer women. And, you know, that's not that, not that, it's a not that they're bad, but you know, chemistry is just something that you luck into. Um, it's not really um, a, a good or bad thing. Uh, it's not a really a good wrestler, bad wrestler type of thing. Sometimes you have chemistry and sometimes you don't. Uh, it happens to the best of us then. So um, great idea in a main event on a rampage. It's rampage, but you know, uh, getting the main event spot in any show is still a big deal. I would like to think because you are um, the very end of the of the program, and Shempre, it, it you take it upon yourselves to um, give uh, the fans something to go home happy about, diba right? So um, I think they did that. I like to think that they did that, and it also proves that. They were champ. They were slash are champions in their respective uh, divisions for a reason. So, um, if you still don't know the future of the AEW Women's Division, and if you you know aren't really high up on Ember Moon, uh, please uh, do see this match. It's really it really is you know uh, a bright spot. Yeah, I agree. This is by far the best match of the entire tournament. Uh, even yeah. better than the finals. Uh, the night uh, Willow versus Ruby. So this was better than the, the finals, and uh, I'm glad that Willow actually, uh, you know, uh, Shane Nalo because she has been the lone bright spot. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Of this tournament. When this tournament started, Uh, because most of the um, most of the women there are mga baguhan or there's nothing really going on with them. Uh, so I'm glad again the, uh, both women really they they 12 minutes like you match. It was a short match. It was enjoyable, and I love flash finishes as well. That was a really good finish. Yung um, when uh, Willow uh, countered the yung yung isang finish ni Athena. So again, a really great match. Uh, and I'm glad that Willow is finally getting some sort of push here because um, she is one of the most improved wrestlers, I think, in AW this year. Not just improved, but uh, she was also like one of the best to start off with. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I think when she came on to AW programming, uh, she was one of the more fully formed uh, younger people that I saw. So um I think Tony Khan had a steal with this one because um, I think before she he, before he locked her down, um, I was calling for Triple H to sign her to NXT. So yeah, I remember that. I don't know if it's a huge loss, but it would be a loss. I just yeah. think that Willow needs a character. Like there's something there. There's a package, but beyond nothing matters smile anyway, and her being an actual good wrestler, there's really not much to sink my teeth into. So that's what I feel about Nick Wayne. Well, yes, uh, and I, I was gonna say, if you zoom out, that's kind of a larger AEW yeah, problem yeah, that there yeah. are a lot of wrestlers who go out and do their thing, pero medyo wala silang character. And as much and as to be fair, wrestling, um, you still need to have a character to get people to be invested in your journey. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, naman, uh, the only reason I think why Willow doesn't have that yet is because she isn't yet the she isn't yet one of the main featured players for women's division of that. Like you've got yeah. uh, the Outcast girls, um, Brit, uh, Brit, Brit, and then you know, alam naman yung ano yung tokenism ng mga babae sa AEW, diba? Yeah, you don't get a match until like 9.20 p.m. when the show starts at eight. Yeah, and then you only get one match, diba? So. Yeah, um, yeah. That is the problem, and I don't. I don't think that is her problem or her fault, rather. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's just that. Uh, you got. Parang once you get past the package, you realize there isn't really a character yet. Oh, so, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. That, that's something that I'd like to see out of Willow going forward. We'll take a break. When we come back, we've got three more picks to go through. Yes, there is a consensus pick of the week for this week. So uh, stay right here and listen to this word or message from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Let's get to Rowan's pick, which is from Collision. And that was the Owen Hart Cup Finals uh, from the men's side, CM Punk versus Ricky Starks. So, what's uh, Rowan dito. <laughs> uh no, I mean no, it's fine. No, I... uh, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about why he liked this match. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna yeah, keep go that as a as a little running gag here uh, uh, among us. Uh, but Rowan actually enjoyed uh, the finals of uh, CM uh, CM Punk versus Ricky Starks because of how tense it was. That he thought CM Punk might win, and Rowan, kind of like us on the podcast, doesn't really have warm fuzzy feelings for one Bill Phil. 
And uh, he didn't want CM Punk to win, especially after everything that had happened. So uh, to see Ricky Starks win after reversing the pinning predicament of CM Punk, it actually made him feel a sigh of relief. And uh, since we already mentioned the pin, we have to talk about that finish, guys. Uh, Ricky Starks hanging onto the rope and Bryce Remsburg being able to actually see it and then, you know, correctly um, acting like he did see that, uh, that, that act of cheating from Ricky Starks. So is Ricky turning heel here? Yeah, obviously. Uh, he did the thing where he really brushed past Jushin Liger. So if that's not clearly heel or clearly clearly turning heel, then I don't know what is. Um, Yunya, um, Yunya, Bryce saw the Bryce saw the grab on the ropes. I don't know if it was intentional, but parang hindi. Because they they didn't make they didn't make anything out of it after. So um, it's just one of those AEW things that I hope gets addressed. Because um, to be fair to Tony Khan, one of his strengths is that when somebody points something out to him, na uh, address So there is that. Um, one thing I wanted to note about this is I finally figured out why CM Punk is kind of sad to watch nowadays. He is only 44 years old. Brian Danielson is 42. He's two years younger. LA Knight is 40 years old. Um, Chris Jericho is what? 50, 51? 53. 53. And at 44 years old, CM Punk feels like a really, really old 44 years old. <laughs> How old is LeBron now? Uh, LeBron is 38. Oh, yeah, yeah, 38. Yeah, that's so young. But um, 44 in 2023 terms is still pretty young. No, I, I would dare say, especially when Brian is making it look really good. So uh, to see CM Punk in his early to mid 40s, just, you know, bumbling about like, um, I don't I don't even want to say he's an old man. He's just middle aged. But it's just weird to see him trying to catch play catch up with the young, the, the, the youngins uh, trying to wrestle their kind of match, trying to wrestle at their pace. That's why the match with Kojima um Noong Forbidden Door was really good because he was working in the pace that is most comfortable to him. So in that kind of pace, he doesn't have to expose himself. He doesn't have to show the world, okay, he is getting old. Uh, eventually, he will get injured again. Uh, and it's, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's just pretty sad because this guy called himself the best in the world. And that was already a tenuous... Uh, uh, a tenuous claim back in his younger days, younger years. So, and now it's even more apparent that you're not, you're not there anymore. What's the and issue I don't here? Is it that Punk's uh, skill level just isn't really up to par along with the greats? No, is it, it because of all the injuries or because of the long layoff? In seven years, na nawalasha. No, I would say that his body is just catching up to him. Like, uh, it has to be acknowledged, yeah, he did kind of get. Grind ground down in WWE. That's why he left. He he got so tired and uh, hurt that um, it just wasn't worth much to him anymore. And that's not his fault. But I think that he needs to start adjusting properly. You know, uh, he. <laughs> He should stop doing shit like trying the the buckshot market and stuff like that. But uh, you know, umastaka and I, I, I don't want to say this as an ageist thing, but I do want to say it as um, I, I'm trying to mean it as, you know, as a fellow athlete who um, at some point you do have to grapple with your body's limitations. Like, yes, it's OK to push um, your body and try to see how young it could get uh, with the right exercise and stuff like that. 
But Shempre, you also do have to acknowledge that it's not what it used to be. And you have to work around that. And that's the beauty of pro wrestling. Because um, it's not like I don't I don't think you can do that in basketball where you slow the game completely all the way down just because you can't uh keep up with the kids anymore. Right? Uh, the beauty of pro want, wrestling. Yeah. The beauty of pro wrestling is you can work at whatever pace you want and it could still mean something. It could still look good. It could still come off good. So, you know, that's what I noticed um, in this match with Ricky Starks and Chopper with a whole bunch of other matches before. And sometimes the opponent is good enough to cover all that stuff to hide his weaknesses, especially Ricky Starks. Now. Um, he is good, Chopper, really good to cover all of that up. And Punk, to his credit, the man, you know, when when the time comes for him to execute, but you can still see that it's not the same. It's just not, it just doesn't hit the same. So, you know, the man, um, the result, I'm okay with it. Um, that's actually pretty magnanimous of both CM Punk and Tony, Tony Khan to give Ricky Starks the win. Uh, oh, yeah, one thing I forgot to mention, uh, and then we'll, we'll save it for the, uh, we'll save it for the live stream. All right, Ikaw, Emil, your thoughts on uh, the Owen Hart Cup Finals for the men? I mean, there's a long comparison about CM Punk. Now it's like, seeing CM Punk now, it's like seeing Jordan in Washington around 2001, 2003. Like, you know, it's still, you're still seeing Michael Jordan, but you know, it's not the same Michael Jordan that we loved in Chicago. So uh, so that's a Chicago connection. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, um, in terms of the match, uh, it was it was it was a great main event. I thought mapapagod na yung crowd after the one the, hour the one hour uh, match uh, between the for the tag team titles. Pero kudos to the crowd. They kept up. They kept their energy up, and na no yun. Um, it helped for me in my viewing experience of the match. Um, I like the finish as well because it's a flash finish, and you know one of the. It's kind of also a tribute to Owen because one of Owen's biggest victories was the was the way he won against Bret Hart in WrestleMania 10, the the roll up. So um, uh, Starks winning was actually I'm okay with it, but uh, the question now is what's next for Ricky Starks? Like, what does this Owen Cup mean for him? Does he get a future title shot or does he get uh, pushed down the line for any of the titles? So that is the question that is uh, that you know. In the near future. Yeah, I think they have to make the Owen uh, Cup mean something. Because last year, after Adam Cole won, well, an injury, right? Yeah. So he yeah. disappeared. And then after Britt Baker won, nothing really happened of note to her. So uh, that's another challenge that uh, TK has on his plate, where he has to make the Owen Cup mean something more than, oh, we're paying tribute to Owen Hart. Which is not to say that it's devoid of value. May value naman yun, pero siempre. But tournament, especially if you're uh, you don't really have much of a connection to Owen Hart. But what's in it for me? So that's something that I'd like to see out of the um uh, this tournament setup, especially since you've got one for the men and for the women. Alright. Uh, let's move on here to the G1, which has already started. And Emil, you're taking a match from opening day as your pick. All right, so my pick uh, for this week is uh, a matchup from day one of the G1 Climax 33. Uh, it's it's a match between Ren Narita and Shota Umino. Um, uh, for those who doesn't know, uh, NJPW recently 
said that they will have a three a new three musketeers with these two. They are in there alongside the uh, what was that? What was the name? Uh, Suji. Suji. Yeah. So uh, this. Yeah. So this is a match between two of the modern three musketeers. And uh, first of all, I want to say this now. Um, before we get into the match, I really like the new time format of uh, time limit. Uh, format of the G1 this year, which is only 20 minutes compared to the previous uh, G1s, which is 30 minutes. Because the matches from the first, uh, from the day one, the day two, were much more faster and uh, more intense. So, so yun ko from the entire uh, card in day one. And for this match, this was a really fantastic match between two of the best and rising young stars uh, of NJPW. And now I can see why they hitched their wagon these two as uh NJPW as their future. So that's a big endorsement from from your company. And Manila, na they are showing it why uh NJPW hitched their uh, hitched their wagon to them. And Shota is, you know, we all know he's uh, one of the best young wrestlers in, in New Japan and he has some US exposure uh, as uh, Mox is a young boy <laughs> nung, uh, before and now he's also making appearances on AEW and I really can't help but to see a lot of, of Shibata in Ren Narita and not just the way he looks but the way he wrestles and the intensity so very uh, no, very reminiscent of uh, of Shibata and I really love that they went to distance here with the time limit because it emphasizes that this year G1 the time limit is only 20 so and then the la- and I especially love the last five minutes of this match where you could see the desperation in both men to try to finish off one another. So that is something that I always love seeing in the G1 uh, climax setting where time limit actually matters, you know, in in winning the tournament and losing the tournament. So I feel like this is a matchup and possibly a rivalry na we're guaranteed we're going to see as a main event of a Wrestle Kingdom show someday. I'm that confident in these two. I mean, obviously, yes. Because one, they are the so-called three musketeers to 2K23. Second, uh, uh, at least on the English commentary side, Kevin Kelly and um, uh, Chris Charlton were pushing that same, that exact narrative. Now, okay, these kids are... Um, the new the new blood tapos sila yung pinagbabangga ng ano ng, ng, ng front office so eventually they are the future main eventers so yeah in a way they are being painted as this year's uh, OVW class of 2002 but you know Shemper, time will tell whether that actually pans out but you know with this match I don't think uh, there is any doubt that could pan out Um, both guys are great I think Narita at least in this particular match was Shibata without the extremes that Shibata was uh, known for and that derailed him as a as a wrestler, diba? Um kulang lang yung, yung chain wrestling and grappling niya. I don't know. I'm not quite sure if Narita has a solid base in that, but you know, you can't be Shibata without the wrestling. You can't, that's why he's called the wrestler. Um shooter naman, uh, people like to compare him to Tanahashi because he is um he, he literally stole the look. No, he stole the entire look. He's yeah. he doesn't just have the hair. He's really jacked as well. Um, I would like to think though that he comes off as more of a Naito uh, or a mix of the two. Uh, so I think both were good. Um, I think both delivered them in the kind of um, intensity that I really wanted or really liked 
uh, watching from New Japan at the very beginning um, when I first saw it. Uh, I think it's missing nowadays. I think New Japan has fallen into uh, a bit of a parody of itself, of the strong style style. Um, but, you know, uh, I think the New Blood is doing just fine. I think um, the Gaijin uh, Young Lions are also doing just fine. And I think we're in for a renaissance pretty soon. Um, good stuff. Uh, the draw is pretty good. Um, Shempre, it's underutilized, which is what makes it special. Um, I don't know if it was a wise move to do that so soon, but I think they weaved it into the story. And uh, I think uh, the English commentary team did a good job of painting the picture. Now, okay, um, these guys really want the first two points in their in, in their scorecard for the G1. And um, that story shown through with the fact that neither of them were willing to give up the first win, even though first win pa lang siya, di ba? So that was pretty cool and well acted. And I think that that kind of thing is what goes a long way into, you know, the prediction that they're going to be future main eventers in New Japan. Just to clarify, in the G1, you still get one point for a draw, di ba? It's two for a win, one for a draw, then zero yes. for a loss. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess bilang consuelo na lang siguro for them uh, ending with the draws, they still have that one point. But in a tournament where every point actually matters in some cases, like in some years, like they have a, a tiebreaker type of situation, na every point literally had uh, mattered in the end. So yeah. uh, that that kind of adds to the gravitas of uh, whatever happens in each match of the G one. Yeah, there, that's Emil's pick. We've gone through our individual picks. Now it's time for the consensus pick, which is that one-hour match. Uh, I mean, sure, technically it was 58 minutes, but it was a Broadway between FTR yeah. and Bullet Club Gold, the two out of three falls match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. I'm not going to lie, guys. I thought Bullet Club Gold was going to win here, so I was pretty surprised that FTR won. And before we just dig into the fact that it was, a, it was that long of a match, did you guys think that FTR was going to lose? Because I really came in thinking that they were I I saw the result before I watched the match. So I, I didn't come in with any of those um, preconceived notions. Um, I didn't think they were going to lose because I, I, I did hear. I mean, I still have it in my head now. This was FTR's retirement tour with the championships. Right? If they lost, I think that's what they said. So I didn't think they were going to lose it right, uh, right quick at this moment. So um, I'll keep it quick because they did not keep it quick. Uh, I enjoyed this a lot better than um, than the match versus the Briscoes. Uh, rest in peace to Jay. Uh, I don't know. I, I felt like it was a little more restrained and it it wasn't insane uh, for a two out of three falls match. Now, now one hour long. They enjoy going an hour. FDR loves going an hour. And um, it's kind of masturbatory that way, but they made it work. Um, they, parang, parang secret formula, they'll get pinned for the first fall and they'll play catch up. So they made that work too. Um, I think it worked better than the Briscoes match because Bullet Club Gold isn't as crazy as the Briscoes. The Briscoes have like 20 years of experience on them. Kaya, um, Kaya, they're just able to do their crazy tag team shit without anyone batting an eye. So um, with some restraint, I thought that BCG played their part a lot better here. And um, I felt the drama. 
I'm not going to lie. I felt the drama. They, they, FTR was really good there. And um, this was the performance that BCG needed to establish now. Okay, they're the real deal. They're not just ex-Bullet Club guys thrown together because they're both in AEW. So, okay, okay, done. They're now legit AEW tag team guys to me. Uh, for me, I thought last week, the week before this one, I already thought that last week's uh, match was already a marathon because it was... Watching it was it was a uh, long as if that was the fight as, as if that was a blow off feud a blow off match to the feud. Then I uh, I read the review uh, uh, that Roe had uh, for Collision. He said there now, but if they're gonna set up another match, so how what more can they do? What more they can give? Because uh, you know the match last week was already fantastic. And then the only way they can surpass that was go even longer. Go on this marathon. Yeah. Of a match, one hour match, you know, the, like when I was watching it, because usually in the two, in the most of the two out of three falls matches, and then the you first fall, that thing, and usually about 10 or five, five in the first five to 10 minutes, minutes of the match. Then I saw it, and then pagka kita ko sa, sa, sa timer, it's the first fall came in at around uh, close to 30 minutes already. So they really went on, really went on this marathon, pero walang ano eh. For me, the first, especially the first two falls, there's no dull moments, and yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's why the when you watch it, for, when you watch it for the first time, it feels like, ani, parang it's already been forty minutes, pala na ganon yung match because they really did everything, man. They kudos to, to to the four of them, and for me, this is like one of the top tag team matches of the year, probably the best. If I'm, you know, if when I don't make it, so. Probably the best tag team match of the year so far. And must name this okay, Jay White, because I know I I really know he can do I know he can stand out with performances <laughs> like these. But most of the time he's just but he's just right there. <laughs> but you know he you know he can absolutely show to the world that he's one of the best. But, I don't know. Maybe sometimes he Pagindi motivated, he doesn't do much. So I don't know. He, for me, this is for validation of um, my fandom of Jay White. No, I don't uh, think let it's me a ask bad... you guys this. Sorry. No, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was pretty curious about this one point in the match where they were brawling on the outside and nagulat ako na hindi nagbibilang yung ref. Like, um, I I don't know kung sino suspend ba nila yung count out kapag two out of three falls match. I, I don't know if I missed the memo. Was there something that went. No, I know down? they were counting. I no, remember they were counting. with them, eh? Ah. Uh, I, I remember there were there was somebody who was counting somewhere after the no. uh I do not know. I think it's one of those things. Um referee's discretion. Yeah, yeah referee's discretion. discretion. <laughs> NJPW does that same thing yeah. with the ref. Um so, you know, with the ref, the count outs and the DQs now means that they won't call it because discretion. So I don't know. Um I wanted to talk about um Emil's point. I don't think it's a matter of motivation. I think um it's a matter of you know that I guess go in the J. If he wasn't motivated, he wouldn't do a, a full hour long match. <laughs> uh, I'd say fuck that. I'd veto that if I wasn't motivated. <laughs> so um, I think it's really just his style. You know, I think uh, maybe he understands that he wasn't made to do anything super fancy, and I respect that. He succeeded in NJPW um, uh, despite that. So that's pretty cool of him. Uh, lang, it's like Randy Orton. Uh, uh, sometimes you just don't, um, you just don't end up being mind blowing. So 
maybe he just needs to find that gear now he can be memorable without having to be uh super crazy inside the ring yeah um anything else that you guys want to talk about uh because like at this point everything that's been said about that match has already <laughs> been put out there uh, uh you know people all. are saying that they didn't feel like it lasted an hour. Um, yeah, it yeah. Kind of did, but when I actually tuned in for the last half of the match, okay. Uh, may may ano naman, may merit naman dun sa ano na yun, sa, sa comment na yun. I think it was so, a good thing that it started the show because yeah. the FTR Briscoes match was like an hour two, diba? So yeah, parang okay. It's already been an hour, so I I'd rather not see this hour long match. Right. Ito, a question lang, um, because I've been noticing this. Um, I've been noticing this lately. Would you prefer yung tag team titles on one show and the trios titles on the other show? Because ever since Collision, you know, ever since Collision started, it seems like the tag team championship has only been because it's FDR. It's pero yung most of the tag teams that go compete si na Collision. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so, but that's the story for the life. Yeah, for another time. Yeah, so that's just a question that maybe I like. I uh, like to for our viewers to to answer. Yeah, uh, if, if you can figure out a, an answer to Emil's question, hit him up or hit us up as a podcast. It is at Wrestling Two X Pod on Twitter and on TikTok. We mentioned the live stream, so we'll catch you then. That's Thursday at 7 p.m. on Facebook and on YouTube. Just follow us, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And individually, you know where to find us, right? It is at DML underscore Meister, at Monday Night Rowan, at Chino Supersized, at Row is War, and at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much for tuning in to another audio-only Picks of the Week special right here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Big thanks to our babyface producers over at Podcast Network Asia for all of the work that they do for the show behind the scenes. And we'll catch you on Thursday. Until then, uh, this has been Stancy. And on behalf of Emil ASH and Ro Moran, stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.